Welcome to the Everyman's Battle podcast. I'm Steve Arterburn, co-author of the book, Everyman's Battle. In the year 2000, New Life Ministries created the Everyman's Battle Workshop. Now this workshop's been held monthly ever since, and it's designed to coach and challenge men to better understand their struggles and also how to navigate through those struggles with God's help. The Everyman's Battle podcast contains provocative conversations led by J.J. West and Doug Barnes, their licensed family and marriage counselors, who are also leaders of the Everyman's Battle workshops. Welcome to the Everyman's Battle podcast. I am J.J. West. And I am Doug Barnes. How are you doing, J.J.? I'm great. How are you, Doug? I'm doing well. Doing well. I'm ready for today. I'm excited about what we're going to talk about. Me too. We are going to be talking about good intentions gone awry. Mm. How do our best intentions <laughs> take us to bad places? Right. How is it that what started off as I want to do this to make things better, to heal, to to stop doing bad, to, to stop destroying, how does what started off with the best of intentions lead me into some really broken places, some dark places, and quite frankly, feeling stuck places. Mm, yeah. So what does it look like? What do we even mean by good intentions gone awry in the area of sexual integrity? Yeah. Okay. So today we're going to talk about five guys, five different types of guys mm-hmm. who try to fix their own problems. Ooh. Okay. Well, well, let me throw in a, a caveat here. Um, I am every one of these guys. <laughs> okay, I have I have done yes. every one of these things. Right, okay. right. So, yes. so I sh- I guess I should say five different types of ways that I have tried to mm-hmm. fix my own problem. And me too. Okay, okay, good. Glad. <laughs> Appreciate your honesty. <laughs> All right. So, but this is what this is what shows up. These are the ones that we see. Right. Yeah, and these yeah. are the ones that that we see a lot at the workshop. Yeah. So yeah. if you've been to Every Man's Battle, these will probably uh, be more familiar to you. If you haven't, um, and you're struggling in one of these ways, we're going to provide mm-hmm. a, a phone number, uh, get into the website, so mm-hmm. and so on, so on, so we can get you there. Yeah. So but wait, Doug, are you saying that these are the only five ways that our good intentions go awry? These are the only five ways that we try to fix our broken selves with our broken selves? Oh no 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 no. No, no. The, but these are, are some of the more prevalent ways that it shows up at our workshop. Right, right. So these are not the only ways. These and, are the top five on the billboard chart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and if you're, you're listening to this and, and you're not into the, one of these categories, that's okay. Right. Um, but let us know. Yeah. I, because there's a way that we're going to be able to help you. I, I know that we're going to be able to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially through uh, either a counselor, a book, mm-hmm. a resource, our workshop. In mm-hmm. some way, mm-hmm. here, someone here at New Life Ministries is going to be able to help you yeah. through the Everyman's Battle System. So, yeah. All right. So what are these five ways? Okay. Well, let's get started with, um, I call him the prayer. <laughs> Not prayer. Not prayer, although they may be spelled the same for you English folks. Right. But but he is... He is and, and and this is not blasphemous, okay? So I'm I'm not downplaying prayer. Oh, okay, that's good. not it at all. Yeah, all right. yeah. <laughs> um, crisis narrowly averted. Yes. Okay? Um, but this is a guy who typically shows up in a way that he has been on his knees. Mm. He's cried out to God. Mm-hmm. He's 
had demons cast out. Right. Yes. <laughs> he's he's gone through a uh, a spiritual battle, maybe even a behavioral, a mental battle, maybe even mm-hmm. a physical battle. Mm-hmm. But but he's on his knees. He's crying out to God. He's in prayer circles. He mm-hmm. is constantly searching through Scripture. Mm-hmm. And yet still he's acting out. Yeah. God, take this away. Right, right. If you'll only do this, (laughs) please (laughs) release me. Yeah. I'll I'll be fixed if you'll do this. And so there's a bit of a transactional feel to it. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right. Making it about healing me and then I'll give you something versus I've got work to do here. Mm. You're already... You you have already pointed me in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's 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 look at this. What is prayer really for? You know, right? Is it? I I, I thought it was the cosmic vending machine. I go and I, <laughs> I I put in my coins and I pull the lever and I get what I want. Right? And how has that been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It hasn't worked out yeah, very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The machine's broken, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it, it it comes down to I'm I'm. And and let's let's back up a second. These are these, these are just an introduction. Yes. So we're just right. throwing these out as an introduction in in future podcasts, high level overview. Yeah, right now. we're yeah. five thousand feet here. Yeah, we're going to come back to these and mm-hmm. we're going to dissect them. Ooh, that's a nasty word. Um, <laughs> unpack. Unpack. That's yes. great. That's, that's a much trending cleaner. term. Yes. Yes. We're going to unpack each of these uh, in uh, greater detail. But today, we're just going to give an overview of of how. These good guys, mm-hmm. guys have great intentions, but mm-hmm. they've gone a little bit awry. Yeah. They, they they haven't worked out the way that we've wanted them to. Right. Because we all want to be delivered. Because, it, yeah, I mean, and and it's a good desire to be delivered. It's good to pray, right? It's good totally. for us to have, yeah. have yeah, conversation with God, Absolutely. right? It's good for us to pour out our heart to God. Right. It's good for us to make our request known to God. But it's this idea that that's going to fix me. Or take this away. Right. That's what exactly. That if I pray enough or if I get enough people around me to pray, if I get everybody to pray a certain kind of prayer, that's going to fix me. Right. And And then I won't struggle anymore. And unfortunately, that's a path to futility. Yes. Again, I'm not downplaying prayer. Prayer is awesome. Praise, worship, my closeness with God doesn't change mm-hmm. because I still struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Now I may go someplace because I still struggle, but he doesn't change. Right. So, so sometimes when I'm trying to fix myself, this was where I was taught to go, but mm. I don't take it further. Mm-hmm. I just stay right here. And mm. I'm hoping y'all can't see air quotes, but I'm <laughs> hoping that that will fix me. Yeah, that, that I'm going to get zapped, right? God's going to do all the work. I pray. God does all the work, There's zaps transaction. me, yep. right? right? Rather than in my prayer, God, heal me. And God says, okay, here's what you do in the healing right. process. Here's your way out. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Like the man at the pool of Bethesda. Oh, yes. Right? Okay. Jesus walks by and, and you know, he says, how long right. have you been here? Yeah. Well, I've been here all my life. Yeah. There's no one... You know, close enough to the pool to throw me in when right, the water right, right. gets stirred. And he right. says, dude, do you want to get healed? Do you want to be healed? Right. Right. <laughs> and he takes him by the hand. And mm-hmm. so only, only the creator of the universe could give strength to dead legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But he had to make a choice to get up. Yes, he did. 
And he yes, said, he did. Get up and walk. Yeah. And so that's our part of it. God mm-hmm. may say, hey, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you these avenues of healing, every man's battle, mm-hmm. the resources, mm-hmm. the workshop, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you these resources, but now you have some work to do. Yes. So it's not as it's not as transactional. Okay. But it still can provide a hopeless feel if God doesn't come through for me. Yeah. And yeah. we're here to tell you that that's a little bit awry. Yes. <laughs> Just a little Just a bit. Smith. <laughs> In that it doesn't get you where you're trying to go. So this is the work it away guy. Okay. So if I just do more good stuff, if I help old ladies cross the street before <laughs> I punch them and take their purse. Uh-huh. No, no, that's, you'll know about that later if you go yep. to the workshop. Right. So if I help old ladies across the street. Yes. If I lead more Bible studies, mm-hmm. if I go back to seminary and become a biblical student yes. of whatever. Yes. If I, I don't know, lead a recovery group. Yeah. yeah. Then. you'll heal me. Yeah. You'll take it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it becomes more about the work that I do and not the person I'm becoming. Mm, mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is there, is there part of that guy who believes that, okay, I've tried to get rid of the bad behavior and I have not been successful. I got to, I got to tip the scales. I got to do some good work to counterbalance all the mess in my life. Mm. Yeah, there could be. Okay. There right. could be. Gotcha. But it, I think part of the theory in that is too, that if I just stop looking at porn, if I just stop calling the mistress, if I mm-hmm. just stop saying rude things to my spouse, mm-hmm. if I just stop it. And so it still is transactional because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm workspace. I'm performance based. But mm-hmm. When am I ever going to be good enough? Yeah. When am I ever going to be adequate? When am I ever going to get it right mm-hmm. just to someone else? You know, and so, so the, some of these s- real subtly border to shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, they're right on the edge. Okay. Does okay. that make sense? I, I, yes, it does. And I'm, I'm tracking with you. So uh, number three on our list is the busy guy. Oh, yeah. So how often do we replace good things in our life with? Work. Now, before you send me any hate email, work is good for us. Sure. We're called to work. Yes. I mean, God did that with Adam and Eve, right? Yep. So we yep. are now called to work, tend the garden, right? Yes. So we're called to work and to do a good job. Yes. <clears throat> not to not to be use it as an ego boost, mm-hmm. although that's where some of us have a tendency to go. Mm-hmm. The more I work, the more accolades I get, mm-hmm. the better I feel about myself. Right. The more worth I clearly have. <laughs> exactly. That I was just thinking the same thing. And so if I do those good works mm-hmm. in an effort to not act out, mm-hmm. what am I gaining? Mm. Do Because a lot of times the busy guy uses that as a distraction. Yeah. If yeah. I just do more, if I'm at the office for four more hours, then I'll be so tired that by the time I get home, right. I won't want to act out. Uh-huh. Right. I'll be so tired. I'll be I'll be exhausted. I'll just go to sleep. Right. right. Yeah. Or I'll work past the time that all the strip clubs close. Right, right, right. Or the massage parlors close. Right, right. Or the- Or the mistress is available to me. Right, or, right, 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 right. 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 Mistress yes. went home to her husband. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. now I don't have time yeah. to, you know. Yep. And, and so 
So it's staying so busy right. that there's little or no relational time. Yes. Yes. But, Doug, and, and you know, we'll unpack this further once we get to uh, each one of these individual episodes. But, I mean, haven't we always heard it said, idle hands are the devil's playground, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, so we should stay busy because otherwise the devil's going to get in there and mess things up. Right. And to that, you know, there was my, my, my retort to that. Is there a retort? Sure. Okay. That there was a time when I was living my life Mm -hmm. and I fit my addiction into it. Mm -hmm. I fit my behaviors into it. Okay. But the more I fit my behaviors into my life, I failed to notice the transition from living my life and fitting my behaviors into it to now I'm living my addiction, mm-hmm. trying to get my life back mm-hmm. and to pull my life back out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yeah. missed that because yeah. I was so involved in the busyness of my life, mm-hmm. whether that's coaching four different teams mm-hmm. for little league or mm-hmm. soccer mm-hmm. or football or baseball mm-hmm. or, or academically I'm, I'm leading four different types of clubs. Right. You know, I'm, I'm involved in three different organizations at church, you know, mm-hmm. I'm leading on mission trips and I'm, uh-huh. I'm staying so uh-huh. busy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yet I'm still miserable because right. it doesn't take my acting out away. Right. Yes. It doesn't take it away. And even though it leaves less time to act out, what it what it also crowds out is the very thing I need to heal, which is connecting with God, self, and others. Right. When I'm busy, too busy to act out, I'm also too busy to really connect, authentically connect authentically. with God, self, and others. Yeah. yeah. Operative word, authentically. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about two more here. Two, okay. two of my favorites. All right. Okay. Uh, the first one is the Smasher. <laughs> Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is not the Friday Night Smackdown, but yeah. the Smasher is um, the type of guy who who takes media seriously. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden he realizes and goes off on the media. Okay. Meaning... Well, if I'm acting out on my phone, mm-hmm. well, it must be my phone's fault. Sure. So what do I do? <laughs> I take a hammer <laughs> to rid- my phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I smash the dog out of it. Yes. Yes. And no har- no dogs were harmed in this, <laughs> this podcast. Uh-huh. Okay. So I smashed my phone thinking that if I just do that, then I won't have a way to act out. Hmm. Yeah. If I take my laptop or I take my PC and I get so disgusted with me and what I've been doing mm-hmm. and the the shame that comes over me and I take a sledgehammer and I smash it up. Right. It makes me feel better temporarily. It does for a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Because whew, clean that out. Yeah. But it doesn't fix what's going on internally. Right. That drove me there in the first place. Yes. Yeah, and so I can take a phone and be driving over a bridge and toss it out the window, uh-huh, uh-huh. never to see it again. Right. But how long will it be before I'm back in the 
phone store. Right. I'm just grabbing another grabbing one. Grabbing another yeah. one. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. With, yep. All, with better bells and whistles. Yeah. Yeah. How how many times have I said, I might need covenant eyes. Yeah. I might need a filter. Mm-hmm. I might need more than just accountability software that says, you know, you looked at whatever, whatever dot right. com. Right. And send it to your accountability guy who says, hey, I just got mm-hmm. this notice. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you see the game last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are back to square one where we've right. always been. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it does, it does feel better. And I mean, we all love the scene, right? From the movie Fireproof where the guy's, you know, wailing oh, away yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on his computer yeah. with the bat and the neighbor's like, what in the world are you doing? Right. right. It does feel good. But when I smash my computer or my phone or whatever device or media channel, whatever, okay, temporarily I don't have access to that that avenue but it doesn't help me have better conversations with my wife it doesn't have, help me have better conversations with my kids it doesn't have, help me look at myself more honestly right not having my phone doesn't do any of those things right right it it may it may start but it doesn't it doesn't get me where i need to go yeah right our good buddy Paul Scott calls that radical without reason. Oh, yes. I love great that phrase. phrase. Yeah, yes. it's a great phrase. Radical uh, without down, reason. So uh-huh. Radical without reason. Yeah. It's taking taking the extreme uh-huh. when that's really not the reason to do it. Yes, yes. And so if I smash my phone, great, uh-huh. but I can't live without my phone. Mm. It's for business. Mm-hmm. It's for school. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. for calendar. It's right. for whatever. Right. So, so it doesn't make sense. It may close all the doors, mm-hmm. but it doesn't close away my brain, which mm-hmm. that's what's driving me there in the first place. Absolutely, absolutely. No matter what, I cannot put that filter on my <laughs> on my heart. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, what we need to do is to be radical with reason. Okay. Okay. So maybe. It's not smashing my phone. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's taking my phone and putting some sort of filter on it. Right, right. Maybe it's not smashing my computer, but putting putting filters on and putting other stops in place mm-hmm. that keep me from mm-hmm. going there. But still, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I got to deal with me and my heart right, that right. drive me there in the first place. Yes, and maybe it maybe it's I do those things. I put those filters on, and then I have conversations with some good, safe men to talk about. Why I want to get online in the first place to look at those things. Safe men. Yes. Who does that? Eh, well, we can talk about that in another episode. Community? <laughs> Are you kidding? No, All right. I'm bring kidding. us home, Doug. What's All right. the, last All right, so the last group? Um, um, he's, he's affectionately called the penalizer. Oh. If I do this thing, then I will have a penalty okay. to pay. Yes. And so there are some, some um, well-intentioned folks... Um, that that bring up this idea if i should act out if mm-hmm. i should cross boundaries mm-hmm. if i should yell at my wife if mm-hmm. i should go get a drink if i should mm-hmm. fill in the blank right, right right then then i have a penalty to pay mm-hmm. and that comes in all sorts of forms right right um whatever would be painful to me whether that's monetary or that's physical or yes. that's uh you know um some sort of, you know, spiritual flogging, you know, of some sort, right? Right. Yeah. But a lot of times that leads to to lying about it. Ooh. 
right? Because yeah. if I if I lie about it, then no one knows. Therefore, right. there's no penalty. Yeah. And, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm having to write a big check to some political party <laughs> I don't agree with, just as right. a penalty, well, right. that's that's great for them. And I may mm-hmm. go bankrupt, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't go <laughs> to my heart. Doesn't change my heart, and it yeah. could lead me into other avenues, like I said, such as lying yeah. or other deterrents yeah. that don't fix the problem. Mm-hmm. But in my brain, it makes sense at the moment mm-hmm. because I'm in mm-hmm. that fog right. of I just want to stop this. I just want to stop this. I just want to stop this. Yeah, and not getting to the real issue. Yeah, it helps. Um, that these are not necessarily awful things to do, but they're incomplete. Right. Every and, single and, one of them. And these. even our motivation for doing these things is good. That's Can what we call good? it. Good yes. intentions, That's right? Correct. Like I'm, I'm wanting to penalize myself because I want to change this behavior. Right. That is so problematic for me. That is so shameful for me. That's been so destructive in my life. I want to change. I want to walk in holiness, right? right? Right. So my intention is good. Yeah. But my chosen path to try to get to a good place is flawed. It's and, gone awry. And how do we get out of that? Yes. That, yes. That yes. Good intention mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. But the way we do it is flawed. So yeah. what do we need? Yeah. To do? So he, so I always love the illustration of, you know, if you go to the mall and it's a mall you've never been to and you've got to go to a particular store, you're returning an item, right? Uh, and and it's a chain, right? So you go to the directory and you look for two things on the on the map of the directory at the mall. You look for the store that you're headed to and you look for the big, you know, arrow or star or circle button, right. that says you are here. here. And then you map out your course from where you are to where you want to go. So first thing is, okay, I'm identifying where it is I am. So so if if one of those five categories or several of those five categories uh, des- describes you, you've helped to identify you are here. Hmm. Okay. But this is not where you will always be. Right. This is not, you know, this is not a uh, a label that you'll carry around for the rest of your life. This is just where you are now. But it's not where God wants you to be. It's not where you want to be. So we map out the course for where we want to go. But here's the key. I have to have other people involved in that process. Right, right. I have to have other people involved in that process because I'm very short-sighted. And I'm easily distracted too. But I'm very short-sighted. And so it. imagine if I went to the map and it was in a language I didn't understand— Right. Like, and now I've got to try and navigate this, but I don't really even know. I only know where I am. I don't know where it is. I'm even going. And I just go, well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to go this way and hope that it turns out well for me. Right. But what if I had some other people who, who had some familiarity with the language who could say, Hey, here's what you want to do. Right. If I had some other people in my life and I said, I said, I said to them, Hey, you know, I, I'm so I'm serious about this, so I'm going to go smash my phone. Well, maybe if I had some good safe men in my life who said, "Well, how is that going to impact your heart? How is that going to change your desires? How is that going to improve your relationship?" Right. So I need to involve other people in the process, and when I do that, I'm not just trying to fix my broken self with my broken self. Mm-hmm. Man, that's what leads to change. That's what leads to hope. That's what leads to healing. Yeah. That's good. So I got to involve God 
and I got to involve others. Right. I cannot fix my broken self with my broken self. Hey, if you want to learn a little bit more about what we're talking about, these good intentions have gone awry. If we've if we've uh, struck a nerve with you, like you've you've heard, oh, you know what? That sounds like me. And you want to learn more. You want to dig deeper. Uh, you want to involve some other people in your process. We're going to invite you to call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. We're going to invite you to go to newlife.com slash EMB and learn more about what we offer at the workshop. What are the other resources that are available to you so that you're not trying to fight this alone? It's been a good conversation with you, Doug. Thanks, JJ. Appreciate it. We'll see you next time. If you need help with sexual integrity, call New Life Ministries at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or go to newlife.com.